Welcome, Thunderbird Nation, to the Thunderbird Coaches Show. We're here with Delane Fitzgerald, our special guest, George Ramirez. Welcome. Thank you for having me. This is episode two. It's a preview of our Arizona State opponent coming up this week on Thursday. Coach, great to have you here. We got Thunder U going on on campus. I'm walking in from the parking lot, and I'm getting a drumline walk up. Kids all over campus, freshmen moving into town, great energy on campus. It's a good day to be a T-Bird. You rolled through the parking lot thinking that the drum line was for you, right? No, it totally felt like that. I was the only one there, and all of a sudden, the drums come up, and I'm poking my chest, strutting down. <laughs> it was awesome. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And then there's probably about, I don't know, four or 500 students walking, and the and the uh, university administration and the, and the professors walking in their regalia. It was good stuff, man. It got me pumped up today. Yeah. George and I got up early this morning. We knew what time you were arriving. We had the drum line out there for you. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Well, as always, look, SUU is poised for their first game of the season. We got good energy in the air. Let's have a little preview, Coach, of A, let's start with how this week's practice went, how the guys are preparing for ASU, and then let's preview that ASU squad. Yeah, one of of the – I don't know if it's a perk or minus. I don't know if plus or minus. One of the deals about getting old is how fast things go. Everything goes faster. And young folks don't understand it. Summers aren't three months when you're older. Summers all of a sudden are about three weeks, or at least they feel like <laughs> they three weeks. They feel like it. Yeah, and then um, preseason camp. Yeah, we've went through four weeks, been together four weeks now, and, and it feels like about four days at this point in time. You want to talk about Arizona State, right? Before we get into Arizona, how did this week's practice go? How did yesterday go in preparation? And let's talk about ASU. We were somewhere between between <laughs> average and solid over the past week. Above average would, would be the grade that we probably got last week. Yesterday was really, really good, and the young men have started to dial it in. That, yeah. They've started to, to block out all the muddy water and all the excess noise and just kind of dial it in on what we're doing on Thursday. Yesterday evening's practice for us is, is a Tuesday it is a okay. Tuesday and a regular week, and yeah. then today for us is a Wednesday. You know, we're getting close to a Saturday's game in our head. We know we're playing on Thursday night, so just change the days around. Yeah, so the guys are starting to get dialed in. The distractions are fading away a little bit. George, from a player's perspective, what's it like on game week headed into you got Sun Devil Stadium? I guess they call it Mountain America Stadium now, but what's it like as you're getting prepared for that first game? What it's like is it's really it's really nice to have that nice warm feeling that we're gonna go into a place with forty eight thousand people and go show out what we do, what yeah. we prepared for all week, what the coaches are gonna put out for us and know that we gotta execute a game plan. And we take it just like how we take every other home game that we have or any other away game. It doesn't change the stadium or the atmosphere it's just if we can play and dial and execute what we have the coaches having us do then that's what we're going to do so really getting that energy each and every week is what we need to do i love it little added focus because there's a game at the end of the week george giving you a little bit of a fib george goes (laughs) it's just like any other game hey george is getting to go home this is homecoming week for him that's right that's right we'll get into that in a minute we'll go over uh, george ramirez and where you're from and all that here in a minute but it's got to be exciting to, to be headed back home and in front of the family and friends. That's that's really cool. So, Coach, let's talk about Arizona State University. We got first-year head coach Kenny Dillingham. Pretty sure you're old enough to be his father. Is that he's 30, 33 years old? <laughs> hey, you and I both. Hey, I'm not. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You. If we would have got, uh, I don't want to go there, but yeah, coach, he's coach. a young young man out here making his way in the in the profession. Coach makes me smile. He, he's he's 33 years old and and full of life and 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 full of himself and. 
I got my first head coaching job at Southern Virginia at the age of 32, so I kind of know what's going through his mind and, right. and what he's thinking and what he's doing. Hey, other than Thursday night, we don't have him on the schedule for years to come, and, and that might be a good thing, might be a bad thing. I expect both of our programs are going to get better over the last couple of years. But when I listen to him give an interview, it kind of takes me back a little bit, it takes me back 15 years to my first job and doing some things right and doing some things wrong and saying some things right and saying some things wrong. I guess I've kept a few of those traits over the years. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, people. I just laughed in the microphone. But I am. I, I'm going to be their biggest fan after Thursday night. Not yeah. rooting for him this week. Nope. And then after this week, uh, I'll be a huge Kenny Dillingham fan. Yeah. You know, he's he's taking over a program that's had struggles the last couple of years. They've kind of been riddled with some scandal. And breaking news as of yesterday morning, the athletic director has gone ahead and imposed a self-imposed bowl ban for this year, which has got to gut the team. I mean, you're you're headed into your first game. It's like you said, Tuesday practice on a regular week. And here comes the news that, sorry, guys, you, you got nothing to play for. I mean, what's that all about? Yeah, not the best timing by their administration on that. And I, I, right off the top of my head, I think they've got 20 seniors that are going to play on Thursday night. My my, hmm, my heart goes out to those seniors because you only get one senior season and to have that happen during your senior season. There's other programs and, and other football players and coaches that would look at that as a plus and be happy that that happened to those young men. That's not us. No. It's not who we are. And we, we'd like to play people at their best. We want to play people completely healthy and at their best mentally and physically, yeah. but a real downer for them to come out on a Tuesday morning work week and say, hey, you 20 seniors, you're going to waste this fall and you're not going to a bowl. The one I think about all the time is we, we had we had some crossover games with Sacramento State last year. So got to see Cameron Scatterborough, who has Scatterborough, man, who has <laughs> now transferred from Sacramento State to Arizona State. Well, if he stays at Sacramento State, they're going to finish in the top three in the conference. They're going to make the playoffs as a senior he gets a chance to play in the postseason he gets a chance to play at a national title now he's transferred to a school that isn't allowed to play in their conference title game so they can't make the conference title game can't play in a bowl game uh, sad situation sad situation for these young men for yeah. their young men yeah i agree it's a tough one to swallow especially as coaching staff you went out you recruited you not only recruited guys to come in but because of the coaching change you recruited guys to stay Right. Yeah. And, you know, when you take away that carrot, so to speak, you take away that incentive to come out and just ball and go to a bowl game. It's yeah, it's got to be gut wrenching. Do you think this is just speculative, but do you think, you know, come Thursday, they're going to have a little extra chip on their shoulder? Or they, you know, are they going to come out a little flat because they just got told, look, everything you're playing yeah. for doesn't mean anything at the end. George and I can't answer that question and not going to answer that question. We haven't discussed it as a team. We haven't discussed it in position groups. Not going to. Our job here at Southern Utah University is to do the best we can, six days of preparation, and then line up on Thursday night and tee it up. I've, I've said this over and over again. We're going to tee it up at 7 p.m. Arizona time on Thursday night. We're going to do the best job we can do for three hours. Yeah. Lace yeah. them up. Yeah strap up the chin an, strap and go hit some folks it's important to me and important for this young man and everybody else in our program coaching staff and players that we are our best selves on thursday yeah. night and avoid all the other distractions i like the perspective uh, it's a game they want to win you want to win you know and it's a battle of wills it's a battle of preparation john they have execution yeah. arizona state's football program has really good players yeah oh, sure that they have good returning players that they brought in uh, i don't know 
962 transfers that, that are all good players, but they're playing with a bunch of transfers that played at other schools. We have to play really, really well to compete with them on Thursday night. Yeah. Let's talk about the Sun Devils. Let's talk about what they're doing. Before we get into the Sun Devils, though, let's just give time a pause to thank our gracious sponsor. We've got a great sponsor in the warehouse, Bar Plus Kitchen. Look, they're a great little watering hole here in Cedar City. Great place to unwind. They got great food. Sliders are on point every single time we go. Just a, an amazing place to just kind of unwind. If you're into some craft cocktails or, or some beer, they've got it there. You know, I enjoy a game on their big screens once in a while. They got a, a really great relaxing atmosphere. And then, you know, they got a great DJ. They got some great weekend opportunities to go and have a good time in Cedar City. It's just a great local spot. 21 plus and just remember to drink responsibly have fun and uh and enjoy your time at uh, warehouse bar plus kitchen coach let's now transition there into asu let's let's talk about their style of play what we're going to face on thursday night yeah bo baldwin is the new offensive coordinator and coach dillingham hired him and bo won a national title in 2010 at eastern washington which all the suu faithful and alumni remember that 2010 eastern washington team that's right but good football coach good players he is capable of being multiple he's capable of of brand new thought and that makes it scary when you're talking about an offensive coordinator but what do we expect on thursday night i expect them to be wide open four and five wide we're gonna get a lot of four and five wide and when they are using a tight end for the most part they'll be in a wing set or the tight end's going to be split out and, and running routes their tight ends one of their best receivers and then they have a couple of other receivers that complement him that do a nice job john offensive line they returned three players from last year and then they brought in two transfers that are great players maybe the best offensive lineman in the mountain mountain west they signed out a unlv going to start at center for them on thursday night and he'll do a nice job I don't know if he's a four or a five-star quarterback, but they're going to start to Jaden Rashada. They're going okay. to start Jaden Rashada at quarterback, 18-year-old freshman. Is at, that right? Going back in the, in the way too long ago memory banks, the last freshman that started against any team I was a part of was Michael Vick, and it was not fun. <laughs> it was not fun. Uh, he tuned you up a little bit. I'm having PTSD uh, thinking about Michael Vick going down the middle against us at James Madison in 1999, and he, he led Virginia Tech to the national title game that year. And then Jaden is four or five-star and he's going to start for us Thursday night, and let's hope he's not as successful as Mike was that <laughs> yeah, night. No kidding, no kidding. So that's the offense. It sounds like they got a, an unknown but a very talented quarterback, receiving core, big O-line. Tell us about their running game. Do they run yeah. the football through the tackles, or what, what are we they, they return. They return most of their wide receivers, and they, they've got three good wide receivers that we'll have to be on our A game to keep up with, along with the big tight end, who, who's I'm going to say his name. It's Jalen Con, Conyers. Conyers but does a nice job at at the tight end position and switch over in the run game. And and they're going to be good up front. They're going to be a little bigger than us. And then you got Cameron Scatterboro, who should be the bell cow at the running back position. But we we expect a lot of inside, outside zone counter. As diverse and how do I say? outside the box thinking as people are these days in the pass game yeah and the run game is pretty simple everybody's running the same five or six deals now well inside outside zone power pin and pull counter there you go hey that scatabo kid i've been watching him since he was at sacramento state <laughs> 
in fact, you and I were watching a game. We watched Sacramento, and he was coming out of the backfield, catching passes, running over corners. Uh, he plays crazy physical and just has that, I guess you would call it that dog in him, mm-hmm. right? Like that dude wants to, he wants to fight for every inch he's got. Just a fun player to watch. The, play the, it, the it factor is alive and well in <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you and I watched the game last year where he scored like five different ways against Dixie State. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about their defense. So we got the offense kind of covered there. What does our defense look like? What do the Thunderbirds have to do to move the ball on that defense? They're going to be a 4-3 too high as far as the front and the coverage, but they're going to show us 4-3 too high. My expectation is that they try to lock us down, play man-to-man, but they're going to try to play a lot of man and bring pressure, try to get Justin Miller off of the spot, get him moving his feet is what they're going to do defensively. John, when you're playing the first game of the season in college football, it's a little bit of the wild, wild west especially like with the transfer portal. And I made an exaggeration, but I think they signed 28 transfers. Well, we're going to see 20 of those 28 on Thursday night. So you don't exactly know where they're going to play them and when they're going to play them. Returning players, though, that they return B.J. Green, who is not listed in their two deep as a starter for this Thursday night. He's led the team in sacks the last two years. Not sure how you keep him off the field. Yeah, I wonder if he's um, dinged up or something. Good player. Yeah. Good, good player, and, and he's going to play Thursday night, going to play well. And then Ed Woods returns for them at the corner position, and Ed Woods was a good player for them last year, and he's fought off a couple of transfers to keep that starting spot this year so we expect those two young men to be standouts for them and then just not sure just not a hundred percent sure how the transfers are going to fit in with what they're doing john being fair we're going to start three or four transfers and they're not sure what we're going to do with them either that's true yeah like you said that first game there's really not a whole lot of tape there's nothing that you can do other than just be sound execute and do your very best and see what happens. Like, the, their their offense coordinator was a head coach at he was the head coach at Eastern Washington. Right. He, he he went to Washington State. I don't think it worked out very well for him at Washington State. He takes the head coaching job at Cal Poly. Cal Poly. So now we've got a database. Yeah, and right. we, we we have film of all the places. Here's what we do know. We know what his ten to sixteen bread and butter plays are that he's going to come back to their defensive coordinator was at washington state the last couple of years we have washington state's film we know what they've done what he likes and what he doesn't like and then there's a special teams coordinator and he'd been around a long time but he was idaho state's head coach last year and we know what he's going to do he's done the same stuff on special teams for the last 10 or 12 years so we have an idea of kind of what we're going to get there at john coaches are creatures of habit yeah, you can see the yeah, yeah you can see their uh, patterns and and what they like i know Bo baldwin's a little bit of a maverick i mean when he was in the big sky he was the he was the big play i guess what you call them, trick plays he, he does a lot of, of crazy stuff lots of uh different halfback passes and you name it he's gonna try it he was one of the first guys that wasn't afraid to stand there and throw it 85 times a game yeah so yeah i might want to talk with Dillingham on Thursday night about his bedtime. Maybe, <laughs> hey, we don't need 25 incompletions on Thursday night. Get out of there after midnight. Get after midnight. <laughs> Run the football, would you? Okay, that's funny. Shoot, you mentioned some of the standout players. Anything else on, on Arizona State? What do you, I mean, you, you obviously you, you know what you're getting into, but anything else on Arizona State? No, we, we think they're solid. In the, we talked about offense, defense. We yeah. think their special team is going to be solid. Josh Carlson. Josh Carlson is their punter, and Josh had committed to play for us. So we, we thought we, Josh was going to be our punter, and then at the, at the 11th hour, Arizona State offered him a scholarship, and that's his hometown, and he went to Arizona State at the end. But we know they're going to be solid on special teams. Yeah. 
John couldn't be could not be more excited. Could yeah. not be more excited for it to be game week. Let's go. Yeah, let's yeah, go. let's go. Let's strap it up. And let's go. Look, we have a very special guest. George Ramirez is with us. George, let's talk a little bit about you. Tell us where you're from. So I'm from Mesa, Arizona. I went to Red Mountain High School. I didn't grow up in uh, Mesa. I grew up in a small town called Santan Valley, about 20, 30 minutes from Florence, Arizona. So kind of in the middle of nowhere when it first started up. The middle of nowhere. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of, <laughs> a lot of farms, a lot of uh, places like that. And then moved to Mesa to help further my football career and yeah. do things like that, be closer to family. So I know a lot of people down in Arizona got... A lot of people come to the game, a lot of friends, family, relatives from out of state coming in. So it's going to be an exciting one over there. Yeah, that's got to be special, man, uh, to see your friends and family and then watch your your uh, what I would call nothing short of a meteoric rise at SUU. Give us an idea. How did you get to SUU in the first place? Recruiting and, and things like that. And then give us just kind of a, an overview of the years that you've had. You came in in 2021? Correct. So tell us how you're recruited, and then tell us about 2021, 22, and now into 23. Because you got a special story, and I want to highlight it. Gotcha. So it was a really different time when I was recruited because COVID, everything happened. So it was a lot of different people. The NCAA didn't know what was happening. People right. didn't know what was happening <laughs> Free at for the all. time. Exactly. So I was being recruited by uh, Coach Fernandez, the O-line coach here. Arizona State found out this week that it wasn't a free-for-all. <laughs> they sure did. Yeah. Oh, they, boy, did yeah, they. Everything that's coming down on them is due to what they did during COVID. Yeah, they yeah. thought they were going to get one get one pass, but yep. they didn't. So uh, Coach Fernandez was the was the guy that had you on his radar? Yeah, he was the one that had me uh, on his radar. He actually went to Red Mountain High School, same. Uh, his alma mater? Yes, okay. he was. So uh, I talked to him, had a lot of great conversations with him, fell in love with the, the campus. I had a couple other uh, friends that came up here that told me good things about the university and everything like that. Sure. So it really uh, persuaded me to come over here and to give my all for this university. That's awesome, man. And you came in as a walk-on, is that right? That's correct. Have you been safety? Have you been at that position the whole time? Yeah, I've been safety uh, the whole time that I've been here. Just been keeping my head down, trying to work and just keep doing what I do. Just take one day at a time and make sure I give everything that one day. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, Thunderbird Nation, George Ramirez is kind of what encapsulates this program. This guy came in as a walk-on. He played a little bit, I think four tackles that first year. That's correct. Moved on to 2022, where he had a, a little bigger role. And then here in 2023, tell us what happened a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Coach Fitz gave me the satisfaction of getting on scholarship. So it really, uh, for not even just for myself, it's, it's really nice being there for myself, but really for my teammates and being there and knowing that I gave everything for them is, and they're like, joy and excitement to see it was really a uh, something something that really touched my heart that's awesome man like i was there i was i was privileged to witness that how did you feel about your team's reaction when coach said as of 8 a.m y'all are on scholarship how i felt about my team's reaction is just like i was one of those guys that always were uh just working and then that they all just came up and started celebrating and it just felt so surreal like something from a movie I had multiple guys be like yeah I've seen this like in a movie or yeah. like on Twitter or right. whatever and it's just them coming up and supporting and then some people and I'm like not even knowing but my situation and everything like that it was just really really good feeling to know that even though that I may have not had that opportunity in the past to be that 
a bigger role for the program yeah. that now maybe I'm transitioning into it more that my teammates saw that I came into work every single day that I was going to continue to come into work every single day. Yeah. And, and to me, we preach to be excellent every day. We preach to be 1% every day. We, we preach the focus, the fight, the finish. And to me, it's embodied in what you've been able to do to come in as a walk on to fight every single day for a position, to get rewarded and and to get noticed by the coaching staff and, and your fellow players, and then to have that payoff in the scholarship. Man, it's like, it gives me goosebumps. It's what I enjoy about college football. It's what I enjoy about uh, this program in particular, the blue collar, mm-hmm. come to work, do your thing, and then you'll be noticed and, and taken care of. So I just love that. Um, uh, I just love that, that <clears throat> sentiment and that uh, uh the example that you are to the other players on your team let's move now we got a, a little segment that's sponsored by visit cedar city brian head so i'm going to ask you a few questions about your time here in cedar city and so the player spotlight is brought to you by visit cedar city and brian head so how many years have you been in cedar city i've been here for two going on to three years two this is your third year what's your favorite thing to do in cedar city what do you on your downtime or or whatever what do you what are you looking to do here in cedar city uh, my favorite thing to do is probably just hang out with some of my guys on the football team we like to go and like play madden over here at the the student, student center, center right okay. here just come out just really get to know each other yeah and then um but outside like the football players and the guys and everything like that i really like just to go outside and like go on hikes up the sea been there a couple times sea trail okay yeah and then um just be able just to see the outdoors because it's a lot different from mesa arizona to cedar city That's utah right. so being able to soak in all the experience is really good for me and i just like being the outdoors type and just being out so, okay, so you like the environment, you like the the beautiful nature that we have here uh, in the surrounding areas, getting out there. When your family comes in, or, or you have people come in to visit, do you have a spot or anything that you're like, you got to go here, you got to check this out? There's actually a, a few couple spots that I have them come. So my family is a big American type, like food, out to eat restaurant type. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Pastry Pub. Pastry pub's a, a very, spot. It's the very good spot for the when pub. my pub, when my uh, family comes out. Cool. And also uh, Pizza Cart. Pizza Cart's a really big place. I love Pizza Cart. So that's really one of the top, two of the top spots that we go to. Yeah, look. George George left out Applebee's. George likes to take people to Applebee's and, oh, then, yeah. um, and then lock them out of their cars. And <laughs> like off without them. That sounds like there's a story here, but we'll, we'll catch that <laughs> another time. Yeah, awesome. So so there's great things to do here in Cedar City. You can get out, check out a hike, mm-hmm. go up to the sea. In fact, Justin Miller said the same thing, that sea trail. He loves to get up there and see the, the whole town and, and all that. So thanks to Cedar City. Visit Cedar City and Brian Head for their sponsorship of the show. There's so many things to do in Cedar City. Come check us out. So let's get back on the football train here. You went and you've, you've grinded it out freshman year, sophomore year, coming into your junior year now. Tell us about the safety room. Tell us about the DBs. What do you like? What are you guys striving for as a group? So what we're striving for as a group is just to make sure that, like we said, get 1% better every day and make sure that everybody that has came in, transfers included, freshmen included, that we make each other better, whether it's on the scout team, whether it's on the regular team that we do, just make sure that we always get better each and every day because without us, it's really hard for all of our offensive parts to get better, all of our other defensive parts to get better, because if we can't synchronize and communicate like that, it's really hard for a team to get going or hard for a defense to get going as a DB group. Absolutely. So tell us where you feel like you guys have improved. 
We've yeah. improved in the communication part. Okay. The getting to know each other. I know I've been here for two years. I haven't been as close to my DB group in I don't know how long. It's been two years. I kind of been here and there was a lot of upperclassmen that kind of just did their own thing. And then last year got a little bit better with the communication and hanging out. And then now it's like, hey, what are we doing this weekend? How are we going to like have fun together, get to know each other? What yeah. are we going to do to be that to, synchronized to group. gel up yes yeah. exactly all right i like that every every time we see a position group that hangs out that likes it well maybe sometimes likes each other sometimes puts up with each other yes. for the better of the team right uh every time we see that those those uh position groups tend to be uh improving right mm -hmm. give me a little shout out for the coaching staff tell me what they've taught you and what things that you've taken from their lessons into your playing style so some things that I've learned and lessons I've taken is even though I get better this day, I got to make sure I get better the next day. The 1% each and every day is if I was getting better this one day in the weight room or on the practice field or on the film room is that the next day I'm going to give even more yeah. and I'm going to give even more and then keep stacking days because it's not all that you can do on one day. It's not all that you can do on this day. It's what you can do consistently. Like Coach Fish says, being consistent is what is going to strive people to get up to the next to the next level if you have spurts here and there you're not going to be very good yeah. and then the same thing as if you're going to be this guy that wants to come and embody a program and be a guy that comes to work every single day you have to do that every single day you can't take a day off no days off mm -mm. yeah man george thank you for being here thanks for the effort the fire that you brought to uh, the team and, and to our community here in cedar city we appreciate you appreciate and it. we appreciate you coming on the show Coach, any last words going? We're getting on the, the plane on Wednesday and headed down to Tempe, Arizona. I'm going to strap it up and give them all they want. Short plane ride. Short plane ride. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're doing shorts and shorts and T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, sure. Some water, some ice water. Yeah, those of y'all out there are supposed to kick off at about 100, 102. So sun, sun, yeah. Throw some eggs and bacon out on the field and cook it <laughs> while we're playing. It's going to be a hot one. It's going to be hot. Hotter than fish grease. Oh, that, that sounds like a Southern thing. I've not heard that often, these parts. Great. So any final words on the game, going preparation, going in? We good? No, no, we're, we're excited. Our, our coaching staff likes our football team. And this 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 game is nine percent of our schedule, no more, no less. Yeah, and we're, we're going to go roll the dice and, and do the best job we can possibly do. Hey, shout shout out shout out to the people coming across country to see the game. My high school coach Scott McGarry and his family coming across to see the game on Thursday night. Tim Feldman flying out of Baltimore, and and one of my buddies from Frostburg, and, and a great friend of our family, and just a great guy. But him coming across, say for his fiftieth birthday. So he'll be celebrating his 50th birthday on Thursday night with us at the ball game and excited. And then my brother, my brother and two of his friends flying in from Los Angeles to see the ball game. That's but awesome. hey, travel safely. Love y'all. See you soon. Yeah, T-Bird Nation, if you're headed down, travel safely. We'll see you down in Tempe for, for the game. Before we wrap, Coach, I just had one other message. That's a, that's a great point. Hey, all the SUU faithful, yeah. let, let's be there. We're in the, right, we're in the correct shade of red. Yeah, okay. And make make yeah. sure we got the right red on and, yeah, fill the stands. Fill the stands, get down, enjoy Tempe, and, and cheer on your Thunderbirds. Before we wrap it all the way up, just a quick shout-out to the Thunderbird Club. The Thunderbird Club supports all of Southern Utah athletics. 
the touchdown club in particular is going to help out football. So folks, if you're, you're out there listening and you want to do your part to uh, support the Thunderbirds, we'll put some information in the YouTube video notes here to get a hold of someone there in, in advancement and someone uh, in the, in the athletic director staff to help you guys uh, get your donations in for, for the touchdown club. It supports players like George Ramirez, scholarships, operations. It's a big part of what we do. Uh, if you need some more information, we'll, we'll have the, the links. and the Facilities, Brother to. Smith, facilities. We need facilities. Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and we'll touch on that in future shows. We'll have a, a spotlight on facilities and, and what we can do to, to help out there. But, folks, for our special guest, George Ramirez, our great coach, Delane Fitzgerald, I'm John Smith signing off. Go T-Birds. Go Thunderbirds. Go Thunderbirds.